0: Five, four, three, two. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei, And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose
1: a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight. So be sure to stay tuned. Well... Welcome back to another episode of Ivory Watch at Carly. I'm here with my co-host Cersei. She's looking
0: fabulous today. What the she fuck? She looks fabulous all the time. What is going on? Your Honor, the plaintiff is hitting on me. I feel uncomfortable. I move for a discharge of the vaginal kind.
1: Discharge? <laughs> I don't know.
0: First, you're talking about your
1: belly button discharge. <laughs> and now you're talking about your vaginal discharge. Shh, don't
0: tell them about that. Okay, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. That was confidential.
0: I think it don't I'm say sorry. it. I
1: think it don't say it. That was covered by spousal privilege. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Damn. Just broke the law. I don't get no respect. <laughs> My podcast co-host talks about my belly button discharge. I don't get no respect. No for the respect record, it's not infected. For it's the record. It's clean, delicious. White discharge. It smells so good. She tasted it. I did a little Yeah, I I was worried that it was infected and the first thing she did was, let me get a taste. I said, Let me let me
1: figure it out with my mouth. I hate it. Wow, this I really love this
0: eyeball. This iCarly podcast. You know what? Say we want about us. At least I'm not getting censored. I'm on, I guest star on a podcast hosted by the Comedy Store. You know, ever heard of it? Iconic, world-famous LA Comedy Store. And I made a bomb threat joke and the oh. producer was like, yep, gotta cut that. And he like wrote a little note, cut bomb threat. And I was like, all I said was that I was going to bomb Ohio because they're boring.
1: And I stand by you on that. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Like, since when did I'm going to cut get... that out. <laughs> stop I'm being censored it's not that bad like of all places to bomb Ohio is definitely the most bombable yeah I would agree people don't really do bombs anymore they just get a gun yeah it's like you know what like a gun threat is the new bomb threat like who cares about a bomb no one's gonna do it
1: I don't even think that there is a gun threat anymore it's just guns like happen like there's no threat it just like the threat is imminent it's all the time yeah (laughs) it's active shooter it's
0: like we need the police the threat is being in the United States do we need the police is the threat with us in the room yes it is it's always here. it's It's always here ever present i feel it yes all right let's move on tell tell me about the episode so the episode is titled i must have locker 239 Mm -hmm. also known as 239 (laughs) also known as 239 also known as 239 yes um i'm gonna stumble over this the whole time and i realized when we I almost said pre-gamed when we prefaced <laughs> this episode at the end of last episode. I said locker two three nine and Natalie like had a aneurysm and was like, Why would you say it like that? <laughs> yeah. Because in my head, I want to say 2319, which is the code for children and monsters saying 2319, we have a 2319. So I just want to say it's it's locker twenty-three, 23 nine. nine but 239
1: 239 Locker, 239 239
0: 230 239. 230. 230 I'm 230. 239 um it's season two episode one nine wow oh, there's the one nine for my there you go what does it mean what, what does it does mean, it, mean? What... it was released June 27th 2009 so okay, many if you put all the nines together and flip them, it's 666. So what does that mean?
1: I was just going to say nine 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 six 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 six. The devil is in this episode. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we're about to find yeah. out that the devil is in this episode. So it makes a lot of sense.
0: It was uh, directed by David Kendall. Evil. Now devil. I'm just always thinking about Kendall Roy. That's just who I picture. <laughs> You're laughing, but do you know who that is? No. <laughs> You're so transparent. But thank you for the support. Get to a girl that's gonna laugh like no matter what you say. I
1: have to support my wife, okay?
0: <laughs> a man would never a man no. would never listen to you say something that he didn't get and be like, ha ha What am I supposed to do?
1: Not lie? Be honest with you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Never. Never. You could say, oh, who's that?
1: No, I just, I know somebody out there is going to get it. So why, why am I going to take that away from you? Wow. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm blushing. (laughs) I'm treated so well here. This episode was written by Peter Tibbles, which sounds like... (laughs) Not real. No. Like, isn't Mr. <laughs> Tibbles like an animal from something? Like, Mr. Tibbles.
1: It, it so- Tibbles sounds familiar. Also, it, it kind of sounds like Gibbles. Yeah. Peter Gibbles. Mm.
0: He's not real. He's not. Whoever Peter Tibbles is, this is a pseudonym for someone. Yeah.
1: It's for Dan Schneider. <laughs> yeah.
0: and it's also written by eric goldberg Mm. these two are a writing duo all their writing credits are together Mm -hmm, um they've mm -hmm. written for oh and produced mr robinson f is for family Mm. fill the future and friends which i think is a hilarious mix of genre yes it was like friends fill the future nickelodeon 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 raunchy sitcom you know (laughs) little animated cartoon for adults yeah
1: I think that's really um important to know too is not only are these two writers like a duo for other shows as well this is their first episode that they have written for iCarly ever so this is a debut episode for the two of them
0: and if you were a loyal listener you would already fucking know that and know that we've never said the name (laughs) Peter Tibbles and Eric Goldberg We've never said that. That's
1: why we had to go on a 45-minute rant about it because we've never talked about them before. David Kendall, like, we are done and over with. We've made a million jokes about him.
0: Yeah. there's nothing more to say. And I just made a new one. Kendall Roy. (laughs) You don't know what that means. It means he's a rich dude. I
1: think you've made that joke before. I'm pretty sure I said it last episode. Uh, Yeah, or or a few ago.
0: Um, I'm literally turning into my mom. I just say things and forget I say them and then I say them and I think it's a new thought and it's not. No. You do that a lot. Oh my, shut up. <laughs> Bro, this is so embarrassing. But anyway, tell us about the synopsis. In this episode, there are fat cakes.
1: There are fat cakes. Gibby me a shirtless. Gibby me a shirtless. That's all you really need to know about this episode.
0: A hatchback has struck the school. <laughs> Spencer is acting like a whore. Yes. I don't even know what else to say, you know? Let's just let it unfold naturally. Let's.
1: Well, we are live on iCarly, and well, 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 we start off with a good old foot scene. And this is why I'm telling you Peter Tibbles is Dan Schneider, because this, (laughs) this was something else. The girlies are blindfolded, and all we can see are two feet squirming and jerking around while they're trying to clip the toenails to this random person well it turns mm-hmm. out that this random person is none other than gibster getting his toenails clipped by the girlies this was so
0: like violent this boy is writhing on the floor yes. in pain they're going at him with fucking clippers yes and it's very like clearly a weapon against his will yes like, he's like he's literally jerking please please stop please he's like yelling
1: yes yeah anything he's like for the love of god they literally kidnap me please somebody like whoever's watching this right now please and then everybody like is like cracking up online probably and they're like
0: <laughs> and it's like you know when you see something and you just instantly feel, like, fear.
1: Yeah, this is why he, like, cries himself to sleep. Like, this is why he needs that, like, nighttime song. No fucking wonder. Yeah.
0: I'm getting the a nighttime song after this. I was traumatized. <laughs> yeah. It was like watching the human centipede. Like, you were like, holy <laughs> fuck, why did you make me look at that? Like, this is a child that needs help. Yeah, legitimately. And
1: this is, like, you're telling me that these people wrote their first episode of iCarly and this is what they swung out of the gate with? Was this scene right here?
0: No. Feet and all? They did not swing out of the gate with this. No, I'm going to defend them. They
1: wanted to they wanted to fuck Dan Schneider and like really give him something with this fucking foot scene right off the bat and that's
0: why they stayed. No, let's be real. They wrote something normal for their first episode of iCarly <laughs> and then Dan said, "You know what? The beginning like isn't punchy enough. Like we need a really really good cold open to really hook the kids. Let's do something with feet. Hmm, a little absurd, a little outlandish. Okay, let's workshop. You know don't be hilarious feet." And you know what? I'm gonna say it. Dan Schneider said it. It was Dan Schneider's idea. Dan. Because no other writer would just be like, "Oh, let." Because they, yeah, they 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 take the scripts individually, and then they write them, and then they bring them to the room and edit them together. Yeah. And I know, I know that Dan Schneider said, "Not enough feet." Not enough feet. You, you ever seen the more cowbell? Yeah. It was like more feet.
1: <laughs> yeah. This was this was something else. We haven't we haven't seen a bare foot in a while i think or if we have it has not been as jarring as this and not as quickly Mm -hmm. as this like this was yeah not even a millisecond like the the opening scene did not even start yet and there were already like child toes bare toes on my screen it was there it was scary
0: it was scary it was scary I'm sorry that we had to go through this. Yeah, and
1: I'm I'm sorry, too. Well, Sam yells out that Gib got toe blood on her hand. Which was,
0: that's the, I hated that! I hated that! I hated that. it. I, like,
1: like, he was bleeding! He was bleeding! Like, Gibby is literally bleeding out to death on the iCarly studio floor, and they're just like, Gibby, you got toe blood on me! And I was like, fucking send, idiot. Him, send him to a hospital. He needs to get help right now. You are assaulting the man on live air.
0: On live air. And dead air.
1: On live air. I couldn't think of that word. Live air. Live air. Um, Carly replies, saying that that's the perfect reason as to why you shouldn't let two blindfolded girls clip your toenails and give with absolute exhaustion in his face, bleeding out to death. He says... Ain't that the truth?
0: This is the bisexual orphan all over again.
1: Yes. I was just about to say they it. They knew.
0: They knew what they were getting into. Yes. They did it on purpose. Gibby is the bisexual orphan. Gibby is always the bisexual orphan and I'm tired of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this. Imagine how tired we are.
1: Um, One thing I want to bring up of this scene because I don't really want to bring up much else, but Carly is wearing a penny tee and we didn't see one last episode so it's interesting too that, like, this is their first episode that they're writing, and Carly has a penny tea. But her penny tea says, maybe gravy, which really didn't do much for me. I don't really have anything to say about it. Yeah,
0: I have no thoughts yeah. about what that could even mean, maybe gravy. I mean, gravy, you know, cum, but yeah. or young gravy, milfs. Yeah, young gravy existed in 2009.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was definitely alive. Definitely alive. Carly goes to move on to the next segment, and Sam asks if they're going to massage the elderly. Um, because that's definitely something that they would do. Um, um, but- as
0: a representative for the elderly, <laughs> I was quite put off by that insinuation.
1: I agree, but Carly says, okay, "No, nope- get the fuck out of here!
0: I'm recording a podcast."
1: <laughs> not today. Sam is very disappointed about not touching the elderly. Mm-hmm.
0: But they. What's have the opposite dem- of a pedophile, an elder <laughs>
1: Yeah. But they move on and say that they're going to answer some fan questions. Ew. Sam reveals that iCarly gets about 4,000 emails a week. And then they say that about half of those emails are sent in by a guy named Chad from Wisconsin. Sam chimes in What's the matter with you, Chad? Um, Chad is absolutely, undoubtedly a 50 year old man creep with an on PP.
0: Oh, yeah. And he's definitely asking to see toes.
1: Absolutely. 100%. like 100%. He probably wrote in to said, see the toes we'll and they were like, you. here you go. Here you go, Chad. You go. Not ours. Here you go, Not you ours. literal me. predator pedophile. Here are toes for you for your 2,000
0: emails a week. For Gibby Giberson. <laughs> if you Google him, I'm sure you can find his address. And then you can put those toes in your mouth IRL. Oh, my God. This was
1: weird. And this goes back to all the time that we talk about the weird old men and adults knowing iCarly. Like, why is this old man from Wisconsin emailing them 2,000 times a week. Like, that man needs to be put into an institution. That's terrifying. 2,000 times a week? I I have nothing to say because you're right. Thank you. It's
0: just... And with that, I'm moving on. It's weird.
1: Carly tells Sam (laughs) to be nice to Chad because he loves them in a definitely normal 50-year-old man kind of way that could love two 15-year-old girls.
0: Imagine, like... The, one of the girls in Split, when they're like trapped in the basement, oh like my God. they turn to each other and they're like, "You should be. You should love him." It's a crazy bald James <laughs> McAvoy because he, he loves you. He loves you. He
1: loves you. And Sam replies, "Well, I love pork, and you don't see me sending two thousand emails a week to Mister Piggles, and it turns out that Mister Piggles is the spokes pig." For the Pork of the Month Club, Sam turns around and pulls out a stuffed pig, and when she squeezes it, it says, I'm delicious. (laughs) And then she takes a huge, really aggressive bite into Mr. Piggle's ear. She's like...
0: So, as a vegan, I found this very <laughs> offensive. It encroached on Piggly Wiggly's life. Trigger warning. Yeah. Uh, me and my bestie, Freely the Banana Girl, are going to come out of the, <laughs> the trenches of the internet and contact PETA. This yeah. is wrong. PETA's
1: going to boycott I It was
0: fucked up. It was fucked up. Yeah, everybody. I'm going to be throwing red paint on Dan Schneider because I can excuse pedophilia. <laughs> but I draw the line at joking about pigs.
1: And taking a bite out of a pig stuffed animal. Wow.
0: Would you do that to a cat stuffed animal? Would you? Would you? I would hope not. No, no. Hypocritical. Meat eaters are hypocritical. Hypocritical. How dare you?
1: The girls announced that they've all drawn bunnies and are going to show them on air because Chad wrote in
0: requesting it. And then Sam throws in. You've got a lot of problems, Chad. Stop right there. I just (laughs) realized that they probably wanted to draw cats. But then it would be too obvious that Chad was actually asking for pussy. A pussy joke. I'm done. Du- I'm not doing the rest of this episode. Like I'm. D- I've had it. I've fucking. Wow. I've had it. I've had it. <sighs> I've had it.
1: Big I've brain it. moment for sure.
0: Did you realize that? Like way earlier. Am I dumb?
1: No. No. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not. I swear um, to God. I swear to God. I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> I thought you were
0: like, wow, big no, big brain moment. While wow, we, <laughs> you, we you, all you, realized the Buddy so was a of <laughs> for pussy. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You, you repeat everything and I don't get the jokes? No. Oh, uh,
1: dumbass. I just didn't realize, like, I didn't think that they would actually do anything that this fucking man, like, asked them to. Like, I, I thought that they were legitimately gonna, like, answer questions from the
0: fans. Yeah, not answer requests. Those are two different things. Yeah,
1: like, What? <laughs> I'm sure he put in a one thousand one hundred ninety nine other requests that you didn't like, want to put on air. Show pussy, show
0: pussy, show. Draw pussy, bunny, show, show, pussy, pussy, show pussy, show, show pussy, pussy, show pussy. No, it was fully show pussy, and then the the writers were like, oh, so then they're gonna draw cats because they misunderstand. Yeah, show
1: pussy. And then they were like, no. But then they're like,
0: no, it's too obvious.
1: They say a different p word later. Oh. So mm. they should have just drawn the cat at that point. Yeah. But we'll we'll get into it a little bit later. We'll we'll talk about it more. Let's move on. Let's focus. First up is Fred's bunny. (laughs) Sam yells, Give me that camera, boy! And then Fred gets all up on top of Carly to show his special bunny. (laughs) Carly tells him to back the fuck up, and then Fred flips the paper over to reveal his special bunny. Carly says that that bunny deserves a little... And then she hits a button, and there's a burst of clapping. Fred grabs the camera and looks directly into the viewer's souls and says... I hope you like my bunny, Chad. I I hated that. Why are they acknowledging and entertaining this man? Um, this is creepy. This is literally child pornography for this man. Yeah. But more importantly, the bunny is very well drawn.
0: Um <laughs> Even worse. It was a good
1: bunny. <laughs> Even worse than child pornography. <laughs> It was good. Like you I
0: can excuse child pornography, but a too well drawn bunny from a child. A
1: too well drawn bunny by a fourteen year old boy who we we have never seen him draw things before. Like I know I have said this before for when uh they have showed us things that in quotes Sam has drawn. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Like Have her actually draw something or have somebody who is not, like, a legitimate artist draw it. Because I don't believe you. Yeah, have,
0: like, a props person draw it. Not someone who, like, fucking graduated from the Juilliard School of Cartooning for Nickelodeon.
1: Like, actually. Yeah. Because this... It was too well drawn. Like, you can't... You can't look me in my eyes and tell me that Logic is in the room right now
0: because he must be backstage. When you look me in the eyes <laughs> and tell me Logic tell me is that look here, is in the I room. don't believe you at all. That bunny was too well drawn. When you look me in the eyes.
1: My lighter is up in the air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but also, this is what kills me. It's not even the well-doneness of the bunny. mm it's a little medium rare. It's the fucking clear nineteen fifties fucking cartoonist style. Like it's yeah. like kids can be a good drawer, a good artist, render something you know plausible. That's nice. Kids have talent. Yeah, but it's but not- specific ass fucking, I went to art school. Yes. And do you remember the old school Scooby-Doo, how their eyes were like lines with a yes. little circle in the middle? Yes. Nobody fucking draws eyes like that except for fucking like old ass cartoonists. Yes. Who do shit in the newspaper and did Scooby-Doo in like the 90s.
1: Those are the only two genres. Those
0: are the only options. Yeah. Oh, and also employed by iCarly I for some reason. Apparently. Strictly for this. It's so stylized that it makes me sick it's disgusting
1: but we're about to get even more mad because sam show she shoves the camera back to fred and flips the paper to reveal her bunny while carly hits the applause button again the crowd goes wild but sam's bunny is different it's in jail Of course. Carly asks why her bunny is in jail. And Sam says, he robbed a gas station. And is just staring into the camera. And the camera just zooms into her face. And she's, like, pouting. Like, like she's, like, moving her lips. It's it's really honestly unnerving and she's giving puppy dog eyes and besides her making this like puppy dog face to 50 year old chad in wisconsin Ugh. more alarming than that is the bunny is also really well drawn
0: sam of all people sam of all people who fucking put a circular blob of brown on gibby and called it a meatball yes all of a sudden she's a fucking artist where's the consistency in character work
1: Huh? I don't know. And I mean, like, we have seen, like, again, we've seen her draw, quote, 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 something else before. Did
0: she do the fucking eggs last episode? Because it was the same fucking style.
1: Yes, but they have all been too well drawn. And Wait, I before. wanted to ask you, if if somebody asked you to draw a bunny, would you draw it standing up or, like, sideways? Standing up and sideways are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> like, would you would you draw it sitting or standing?
0: I would draw it, like, um, its butt would be down. Uh, like head on, like head on. Okay, but it would still be sitting. Yeah, it would be sitting.
1: Okay, now both of these bunnies are standing. I've never seen a bunny stand. What child draws a bunny standing? What child? Yeah, no. Like when somebody tells you to draw a bunny, what I think of is a sitting bunny.
0: Yeah, this is clear like I went to art school shit.
1: Yeah, it was too much and I hated it. And well, it's time for the bunny finale. Uh, Miss Carly Shay's bunny. She flips the paper over and reveals her bunny, which is a poor excuse of a bunny, and Sam rips the boo button, while her and Fred hysterically laugh in Carly's face, like literally pointing and laughing. Like that
0: fucking meme?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Carly gets upset and tells him to stop laughing at her, but the lovebirds can't stop because of how horrible her drawing is. Carly has had enough and cuts the show short.
0: I actually fuck with her bunny so heavy. Me too. It's that purposeful, rough sketch look. Just an outline of a bunny. Yeah. Not some newspaper fuck. Sketch from the 50s. Yeah,
1: it looks like somebody was like on crack and and tried to draw the bunny because it's like its lines are like literally like jagged. Yeah, but again, it's still standing, and I'm like, I I don't think that somebody who doesn't know how to draw would pick to draw a bunny standing. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Well, Fred asked Carly how she could be related to a quote unquote great artist like Spencer and draw. That disgusting abomination of a bunny. Because
0: we all know that's how it works. Like you're related to like a uh, an engineer. Yeah, and you come out the womb, and you're like, I know how to code. Yeah, I can do everything.
1: No, like you, you definitely like. There's artistic abilities that are passed down. In your family, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she like has worked on them at all or anything, or maybe she doesn't have any artistic abilities or maybe her artistic abilities in it or in a different way. You
0: know what? I'm going to say it. This is contributing to a very American ideal that every single talent needs to be birth given. And if you're not naturally good at something, you'll never be good at it. Yeah. And you know what? It's she, I would, if I had to frame one of these fucking bunnies and put it up my house, it'd be her bunny. So
1: take that Fred and Sam. Yeah. Well, Sam tells Fred to give her her a break maybe her bunny was in a terrible accident Damn. the lovebirds burst out in laughter carly runs to her poor bunny and flips it around saying that no one is allowed to ever see her bunny ever again and then she says that this one is actually better than the first bunny that she drew fred is like no no way bro that's not possible but sam flips the paper over and is like oh well it's possible (laughs) and Fred goes to look and is like why is it wearing fuzzy slippers and she goes those are its feet and then Sam goes why are there two bullet holes in its head and then Carly goes those are the eyes and then Fred goes, okay, well, why is he carrying a hose? Mm-hmm. And Carly goes, because he's on his way to his part-time job as a volunteer firefighter. And then they all just look at each other. And then the scene ends. Wow. And, you know, they definitely did not want to show the bunny because mm-hmm. the hose probably looked like a penis.
0: I, that, I was thinking that was the entire joke, that the hose was a penis. Yeah. He was holding a penis. He's holding a penis. But also the fucking bullet holes in the head that are eyes i was like is that not scary aggressive for like a children's show yes but then i was like you know what honestly when this was filmed and shot i was like tbh school shootings were not happening (laughs) so bullet holes was probably like the same as like referencing an explosion not
1: as triggering like it wasn't like
0: fucking for real for them you know it was just sort of like
1: yeah the gun uh-huh. violence was not imminent. The threat yeah. was not a threat. The it threat was, was there there was the no threat in the room. It was not <laughs> omnipresent. No.
0: You probably already know this, but three out of four Americans are dehydrated. That's 75% of us. Dehydration can cause fatigue, brain fog, wrinkles, and a whole slew of other things. I hate butt chugging water and running to the bathroom every five minutes, and I'm so happy that there's an easier way to hydrate. Liquid IV uses breakthrough science of cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. Just add the non-GMO electrolyte powder to your water and let CTT do the rest. And even better, our listeners get 25% off plus free shipping when using code IBRYWATCHICARLY or the link in our episode description. Stay sexy and hydrated. Breaking news. We find ourselves in the school hallway and guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. Baldi's back, 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 back yelling back, at some kids. Kid, kid, kid. <laughs> the camera pans to reveal that he is yelling at none other than the Gibster, the mm-hmm. Gibberoni, the Gabroni himself. With his freshly clipped toenails, he's strutting his way through the school <laughs> completely shirtless with his gipples out. <laughs> dude he, he literally is showing gipple He's like he's showing mm, gipples. I got gipples and I'm going to flaunt. And I'm them.
1: showing them at school for free. He
0: said gipples are natural. Like when are since when are we gipple shaming?
1: <laughs> free the gipple.
0: Free the fucking gipple. Free the gipple. <laughs> uh Baldi tells Gib that he is required by law required. to wear a shirt and hide those fucking gipples during school hours. He said Do not free the Gibbs. But Gibbs, like, "Mm, are you sure about that? And tells him to check (laughs) the fucking school handbook, you bald-headed bitch. He said that verbatim. He said, read it and fucking weep, you fucking bald, lispy-ass,
1: little pussy bitch. And honestly, mermaid vibes. So I'm with Sam. Um, Gibby is definitely a mermaid. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah. Every minute that he's on the screen, I get more and more convinced. There's nothing to say because I agree. Yeah.
0: Baldi flips to the page and reads aloud. No tube tops, no jolly pants, no turtlenecks. Gib chimes in. Doesn't say I need to wear a shirt now, does it? Frat boys <laughs> everywhere.
1: And Baldy yeah. grunts and goes,
0: carry on, and shoves the handbook directly into Gibbs bare tummy. One... The fact that a teacher
1: is making contact with a student's bare tummy, mm. jail. Mm. Wee-woo, wee-woo, wee-woo. Send him right now to the cell block.
0: As a teacher, it's my passion to put books <laughs> to touch the, the bare tummies of my students. <laughs> I love it when my pinky finger gently caresses their oh, sternum. No. Against their will. <laughs> and that's what—that's why I got into teaching. That's why I continue to teach. And it's why I will teach until the day they put me in ah, an duh. asylum for being a pedophile. <laughs> and that's that on that. That's that on that. Two, what, what the hell is a Jolly Pants? That is a valid
1: question. I was like, uh. I kind of overlooked it at first. But now I'm thinking about it. You know what? I'm going to say a Jolly Pants makes me think. You know, like, what are you, happy to see me? Like, what do you got in your pants there?
0: You know? I'm going to Google it and see if anything comes up. Jolly Pants is English slang for Santa.
1: (laughs) You heard it here first. They said the war on Christmas, it's real, and we're the leaders. It's
0: here. This is ground zero. (laughs) Yeah. This is ground zero on the war on Christmas.
1: For multiple reasons, it's ground zero.
0: (laughs) Anyway. According to those rules, you can't wear a tube top, but you can be bare titted in school. I mean, I guess
1: we all know that that's not what would happen. We all know that if a woman were to do that,
0: when you look, me it would not in the fly. Eyes, <laughs> I cannot see logic. Are the girls nipples going to be out? I cannot tell when you look me in the eyes. Logic is not found. Yeah. What the fuck is this dress code? Obama
1: wrote it himself too, so okay. like it's federal. It's federal. It's a federal dress code. It's
0: a. Fe- this is like the actual. This is the nation's dress code.
1: <laughs> no tube tops, no jolly pants, and no turtlenecks. In
0: the iCarly verse, the nation has descended into fascism, <laughs> and they have a really strict dress code. Anyway. <laughs> Gibiruni walks over to Carly and Fred and asks them if they have any lotion. Normal question to ask your friends in school, I will say. I agree. A little bit weird if you're shirtless, but I'm yeah, still so normal. That could add a sinister aura to it. Yes, yes. They both warily answer, no... When all of a sudden, boom, Sam sprints down the stairs, shoving kids left, boom. right, left, right. Get on the ground, Let- get on the ground, fool. I fucking hate you. Down, get out of get my down, way. Get down, get out, get out. She's like, You guys are not gonna fucking believe what I'm about to tell you. Whoa. Fred's like, Oh my god, your mom got a job? she's like whoa whoa. now let's not get crazy all right so now mrs puckett is unemployed she's been unemployed this whole time
1: i'm not shocked honestly i assumed she was unemployed she's
0: flying to la to get plastic surgery and she's unemployed yeah she's relying on these men she must be a financial dominatrix oh yeah that's the only option that makes sense that where do you think sam gets it from i mean true i mean true like, her mom absolutely teaches her yeah okay like
1: she definitely like these okay. men that she dates are definitely her sugar daddies like she's dated a lawyer yeah she's dated who else the guy with the rosetta stone she and we all
0: know high power <laughs> men love to be degraded yeah sam's mom is clearly a sex worker absolutely and that's that that's that and we support her for it yeah and you know what that's not even the big news she wants to share the big news is that the the richard whites is moving to switzerland wow, ba- wow. Wow, which is exactly where the whites belong <laughs> round them up in switzerland carly shitting her little panties mm-hmm, is like mm-hmm, very oh, little but richard has With locked you- her two three nine 2319. 239 Whoa. sam corrects her and goes he had locker 239 <laughs> gib is still feeling dry and crackly and he politely <laughs> asks sam if she's got any lotion sam doesn't give a fucking hoot or a holler about him Mm-mm. and screams at him nope. then slaps his bare tummy bare disrespectfully i might add you might add because it was very
1: disrespectful and the noise that that slap made was like I don't even know how to describe it but I was so
0: <laughs> that was the noise
1: like it was so loud like she slapped the <laughs> fuck out of him like uh-huh. and I know that this is like funnier because Gib is like chubby. Yeah. Like that's what they were trying to like make it. It's a
0: fat joke.
1: Yeah, it's a fat joke. I was like, justice for Noah Monk. I know. Like the humiliation that they put him through. All
0: I could think of was how humiliating this must have been for him. Yeah. And he Noah Monk needs to break his silence on the Gibray spec that he experienced on the <laughs> set. Because it is un heard of not
1: the give respect, <laughs>
0: the give respect.
1: it's unprecedented Mm-mm. let alone anything else strictly the give dis- give disrespect the give respect give respect yeah I,
0: I, it's like you know what we think of these people as characters but you know how neville not our Neville,
1: thank you. I, yeah, I was convinced that you were talking about our Neville, like our child, our child that we, that we had together. together, Neville, like our baguette child, Neville, sweet, that sweet we can Neville. see we our IVF child,
0: <laughs> but Neville from Harry Potter the actor would talk about how he was really embarrassed to put those disgusting fucked up teeth in his mouth because there were like yeah few girls on set and he wanted to be like an attractive guy. And now I'm like, we really got to take ourselves out of the viewing experience and realize that this is like a poor child who's like in the beginnings of puberty when yes. your fucking brain is rocking your world like no other and not in a good way who's getting his tummy slapped in front of people and is constantly shirtless yeah. in front of everybody all the
1: time and
0: it makes it even worse that this was fucking hilarious I laughed so hard it was
1: hilarious it was so funny it was
0: simultaneously so very inappropriate and yes I was dying of laughter and I I honestly was like how did Jeanette McCurdy get through this without laughing?
1: I don't know how any of them got through this. There's a lot of things in this episode that are so fucking funny that I have no idea how they were
0: able to like film. They're pros. They are pros. The gang jumps right back to locker 239, 239, 239. <laughs> 239. Eventually I'll get it right. I'm have an aneurysm Fred- every time you say this. <laughs> Fred gets so excited <laughs> that he yells, wow, arriba! and i quote i didn't make that up No,
1: that was that was pretty much exactly how he said it too. a little white kid wow but he's like jumping around like again with the speaking spanish for no reason bullshit like like
0: i felt racist saying that yes i didn't want to relay it
1: it was so it was out of nowhere for no reason Out of, like, no context needed for it. It's just not good. It's
0: not a good look.
1: Like, kill the bit. Kill the bit, please. It
0: could have been anything. It could have been any other language. French, perhaps. Perhaps. It could have been... Could have been English. It could have just been silence. Bonsoir! (laughs) You know, if the joke is that we don't know what he's saying because it's gibberish, it could have been anything else. Yeah. But no, this is Mexicanophobia. It's true. For the sake of the audience, Gibby is in the dark, (laughs) so he asks... What's the big deal about Locker 239? That's right. I said it. Thanks for asking, Gibby. The gang is like, okay, fucking idiot, fucking dumbass. Do you live under a rock? Are you an idiot baby boy? Are you a dumb little idiot baby boy? (laughs) A dumb little mermaid man with no knowledge of what goes on in the school? No. They explain that Locker 239 is undoubtedly the best locker in the entire school. Fred explains, when they were building Ridgeway, some worker fucked up some idiot fucking blue collar fuck up <laughs> worker made the biggest mistake of his life because he's a fucking idiot no college degree idiot stupid yeah, typical fucking laborer move loser idiot screwed up and ordered a locker the size of four lockers put together Ooh. it takes gib a second but eventually he mentally realizes the size of that locker and goes oh, that's huge. That's huge. Bro, the The sad thing about growing up is that you realize that things like this just simply would not happen. No. Like, first of all, they order the lockers in bulk. Yes. You're not ordering them one by one. No. You would not get one special locker. No. And even if you did get one special locker, you would not install it. No. You wouldn't put it anywhere. You would fix the mistake and move on
1: right and the worker wouldn't be the one who did it yeah yeah i i had the same thought too i was like this isn't plausible but okay i know that this is like for the plot or whatever like at this point like i'm tired of bringing up logic because we all know that he's not here and we're not invited backstage so it's
0: not even like the logic of the episode because i can be like okay like in the episode i can accept iCarly isms and You know, just be like, kids are meant to accept this. But I hate being an adult and understanding how the world works. Yeah. And knowing that this wouldn't happen and why exactly it wouldn't happen.
1: Yeah. It's like, I'm too aware, Mm -hmm. self-aware. Yeah. I miss being a
0: dumb little stupid fucking idiot mermaid bitch. Too big brain. I want small peanut brain. Yeah. I want to repeat things all the time and not have people tell me that I repeat them. (laughs) Carly goes, and it's right next to a big window. And Ooh. Sam's like, a locker with a view. Ooh. Then Freddie goes, and the cheerleaders walk right past it on their way to practice. And Gibb's like, oh, a locker with a view indeed. Yeah. And Freddie's like, yeah, yeah, buddy. We're objectifying women, and this is how men bond. <laughs> Sam fucking boom boom kills them on sight that's where the (laughs) real bullets are in their heads she goes like cheerleaders would ever want to view the two of you Boom, roasted, Boom, found destroyed. dead in a ditch. Two white boys found dead in a public school in Seattle. A plane has just hit Freddie and Gib. <laughs> the second plane has just hit the twin white boys at Ridgeway High. They've been obliterated. The twin towers
1: are Fred and Gib.
0: <laughs> just standing there.
1: Yeah. And Sam is the plane.
0: But for real, if I ever heard my son talk like this... I would send him to reverse conversion therapy <laughs> camp to make him gay. <laughs> I just think it's interesting how men be bonding over fucking objectifying women all the fucking time. Yeah,
1: I I hated this. I'm not gonna lie. Sweet little baby, innocent Gibby should
0: not be talking about women like that. No. Since when is Gibby straight also?
1: Yeah, no. Gibby's literally a mermaid. Like, he's literally queer.
0: Yeah, he's gay as fuck. If anything, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I can ask the cheerleaders how to audition for practice next year. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really interested in being a bass. I think I'd be great at it. No,
1: Gibby Gibby would definitely be like a male cheerleader. Yeah, he
0: would. 100%. He gives mega male cheerleader
1: energy. And not in like a creepy way. In like a way that he like would actually enjoy it. He would be
0: at the front. He would be doing his motions to the tens yeah like gibby would actually be a flyer like instead of anything too um, i hate to bring it to you Bessie. he would not be a flyer i know but he's a little too thickums but he would be a star
1: i know but he like he would want to like if he could he would period whatever he would be he would absolutely kill it yeah and that's all that matters
0: the big question who the fuck gets dibs on this locker? Big question. Because apparently it's a very big deal to have a massive fucking locker. Is the locker a, a euphemism for a dick? Perhaps. Perhaps. Jury's out. Moving on. Sam explains that Barack Obama is going to hold a contest to see who gets it. Baldy walks up yelling, Carly! Carly Shay! <laughs> Possession by Neville Papperman. Confirmed. Confirmed. It can happen to anyone. It can happen to him. It can happen to you. Stay, stay alert. <laughs> stay, stay vigilant. Carly's like, what? the fuck baldy why are you talking to me and he's like wearing a turtleneck is a violation of school rules carly's like oh i can't wear a turtleneck but he can show his gibbles (laughs) and be shirtless and motions to gibby who responds check the handbook bitch and hands it to her
1: First of all, Cersei is very triggered. Send her to room 210. I fucking am. For
0: her dress code violation. I didn't like that you just pulled that fucking room number out of your ass. But also, any teacher who goes around trying to enforce dress codes is a fucking nerd. Yeah. That's nerd behavior. That's dumb as shit. It is nerd behavior.
1: It was just like he clearly was on some kind of a fucking power trip because he couldn't yell at Gibby. So now he needs to yell at the next person that he sees that's breaking the dress code just because he was wrong in this other situation. And he cannot handle his fragile masculinity of being wrong. No.
0: Any fucking teacher who has ever dress coded me, all I'm reading from them is deep insecurity and they're trying to fucking stunt on a child. Yeah. That's all I get. It's just so weird. I think a lot of these fucking teachers get fucking power trips off of yelling at little girls. Yeah. Because... They're old and ugly, and their fleeting youth is happening like right before their eyes. They're watching it disappear, go bye
1: bye. They're just like perpetuating like the societal implications that women cannot dress any which way without being sexualized. It's like they're kids. Yeah,
0: this is also a very astute social commentary on dress code culture in high schools because men will literally just be doing. Yeah, like men will wear dagos, but then when a woman wears a tank top, it's like we have to measure it. Yes.
1: That's literally what I was going to say. Like, it says so much about society, this whole scene here, where, like, a man can literally, literally be shirtless, but a woman can't wear a turtleneck without getting dress coded.
0: Gipples out and everything. Gipples out and everything. Gipples out. Out. Anyway, I could talk about this for hours. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Let's move on.
0: Hey, ladies, ladies, and gentlemen, dailies. Do you want to save money, have fun, and be satisfied? Well, Adam and Eve and iRewatch iCarly are here for you. Get 50% off a new toy, lube, or almost anything else you desire. Simply use IRIC at checkout to claim your discount. You'll also get three bonus items and six movies for free on top of free shipping. What?! It doesn't matter what you choose, all will be packaged and sent to you discreetly. This is an exclusive offer specific to the Ivory Watch at Carly podcast, so be sure to support us by using code I-R-I-C at checkout when you shop at adamandeve.com. Have fun, and you're welcome. We are back at the Shea apartment. Venmo us each $10 million trillion. $10
1: million trillion dollars because that is the price of Twitter blue and I want to be a menace on Twitter. That's the
0: price of Twitter, period, and we're trying to revive it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Instead of Elon, it's us now. We're the new CEOs of Twitter.
0: Dude, we'd be so good at running Twitter. We
1: absolutely would. Well, Spencer, he is in his boxers. He comes hopping into the apartment on one foot. <laughs> one
0: foot looking ass. <laughs> Motherfucker doesn't have another leg.
1: <laughs> what are you, my cat? He's like limpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He sees that Carly is passed out on the couch with the TV on. So he shuts the TV off and screams, Carly, wake up. I don't like this. Carly, Carly, wake wake up. up! Carly, my
0: boxers. Look at my penis. Carly, wake up. Look at my ding dong.
1: Carly immediately wakes up and is screaming in terror at the sight of her older brother, half naked, at 2.30 in the morning, in front of her with his dick at eye level to her.
0: She literally instantly levitates and her fucking bones just start...
1: (laughs) Carly (laughs) does the Carly shuffle. Her bones break. Her bones break. They're broken. At the sight of her brother's penis. (laughs) But... um.
0: I'm pissing all over you with my jokes today. (laughs) But
1: why is he in his boxers? I don't know. Why is his penis
0: so close to her face? I don't know. Why? I don't know. I hate it. I hated it. I, 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 I I don't know. Like, I, there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to say because you're right. Why? Thank you. Let's end it now. (laughs) it's a jump scare for carly like boom boom brother boom boom, brother penis boom Boom. brother penis brother dick in your face like that's what's worse maybe your dad's dick would be worse maybe still brother's pretty fucking bad both
1: objectively pretty bad yeah
0: was so pretty bad spencer asks her if
1: she's ready to draw but carly's like draw you're naked your dick is in my face you're in your drawers <laughs> oh you're drawing right now <laughs> <laughs> your dick is literally in my face it is 2 30 in the fucking morning i am not drawing a goddamn thing spencer explains that he was almost asleep in his room but then he remembered that he left his keys in his motorcycle again. Quirky. And when he ran out to go grab them, he stepped in something gooey and disgusting. Carly asked what the fuck he stepped in, but he doesn't know. All he knows is that it's thick, sticky, and green. Uh, and what? you know what? <laughs> 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 Where the fuck is Pee Wee Baby Man to steal his bike again? Because he deserves it for putting his un PPPP in Carly's face. Like
0: I'm, I'm. Can we rewind to thick, sticky, and green? What yeah. is this, My belly button piercing. <laughs> he needs you to lick that up for him. <laughs> oh, why the fuck was he barefoot? I don't know. Like he's barefooted, running outside with bare feet. Barefooted,
1: penis out. Two thirty in the morning and waking up his sister, who has to learn in the morning god i just
0: i don't i don't i don't want to hear a grown man talking about thick and sticky and green poor bleach my fucking eyes i don't want to <laughs> know it this is this like i want to like always forget this is the opposite of 9-11 this is eleven <laughs> nine 9 11-9 this was so Please. Tra- just let it end it was so Erase traumatizing it. somebody don't worry darling me and just get this out of my head get it out Get it out. Thick, sticky, and green. And
1: it's like, obviously like, thick, sticky, and green. Like, besides the green part, like, they're obviously talking about cum. Oh,
0: yeah. Hundred, it's cum. Thick, sticky, and gooey cum. cum. Have you ever had, like, guys, like, want, like, they want you to look at their cum? Like, have ever they ever showed it to you? Like, after it lands somewhere, they're like, look at it? Um, me
1: they, like, put it, they, like, put it in their hand, and they're like, ah, 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 <laughs> look <laughs> Michael.
0: <laughs> yeah no i have not had that happened <laughs> yeah I me mean, neither never mind what that'd be so weird uh, definitely not uh, relatable
1: or anything uh, uh, uh i'm i you know i just got the idea from nickelodeon i've never had that happen i've never even
0: seen a penis so
1: well anyway <laughs> moving on 11 9 always forget 11 9 11 9 9 Spencer plops down on the couch and tells Carly to look at how this green cum catches the light.
0: When you look at the green cum, you'll see it catches the the light. light. Oh, Carly, won't you draw it? (laughs) Draw the icky, sticky green cum when you look me in the foot.
1: Dan Schneider's theme song (laughs) (laughs) When you look me in the foot.
0: More like when I when I look you in the foot, I yeah. catch a glimpse of heaven. <laughs> I want to put your little piggly wigglies in my mouth, even though you're a minor.
1: Stop! I'm can't. No, I'm cutting off. I'm cutting off the cover. Okay. Please, no more. I'm being silent. Spencer lifts his leg up and puts his bare foot, covered in slimy green cum, a mere centimeter away from Carly's face. Carly is disgusted, as she should be, and slowly backs up. But Spencer. He doesn't care. He keeps shining the flashlight on it. He doesn't know what no means. And he tells her that he wants her to go grab her colored pencils and draw it immediately because it's starting to burn his foot.
0: You for real made that so serious because he doesn't know what no means. Like, okay. It
1: is serious. It's it's very, iCarly is a serious show.
0: That has serious implications.
1: Yeah, Exactly. But this serious implication is that this grown man is in boxers with his leg up facing his younger sister. His penis is literally in her line of sight. Like the predator penis continues to strike. Because like, Um, you know how boxers have the little hole?
0: Yeah. Like you can literally see his ball sack in that shot. Can we move beyond her line of sight? What about my line of sight? (laughs) Bestie, his fucking... His whole ass inner thigh is in like his whole junk is in the corner. His yes. inner thigh is up. Like yes. I can literally pinpoint, I could on the screen, on the iCarly screen, I can yes. point to where his hairy asshole is. <laughs> we are yeah. centimeters, not inches, centimeters no. away from Harry Jerry Trainer asshole. Harry Jerry. Like his taint is is on screen. Onion ring. Yes. Harry Jerry's <laughs> little onion deep fried onion ring butthole (laughs) is like in frame his taint i could poke it yeah it was up in my grill it was up in carly's grill and it really needed to get off the barbie (laughs) if
1: we could see it as viewers like carly absolutely could see his taint and his asshole and his ball sack literally right there they,
0: they fall and it's like you could see inside yes
1: yes like, like the hole in the boxers was visible
0: unless he had little compression shorts no. underneath which i doubt there was no like shit was sex popping. coordinator
1: on nickelodeon uh,
0: intimacy coordinator <laughs> yeah. sex coordinator you yeah, got I'm what i was saying <laughs> yeah uh i just don't i don't know how the the board of nicolo how the fucking not even the board and I guess it's cable. Do they have to go through the I don't know CPA, the CPA,
1: the certified personal accountant, isn't that what that is? <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> um, the N and They NPCA had to go through the IRS and CPA and uh, the National Board. I don't know, whatever the board of fucking ratings. Yeah, how did they get this on TV? I don't. My know. point. How did they get this on? How did <laughs> How did a mother not walk in and say, why is there taint on my screen? I don't know. Are you watching porn? No, it's Icarly. It is
1: a grown man having his taint on the screen in front of a 15-year-old. On Not just any screen. A screen that was shown on Nickelodeon. Two children.
0: Four children.
1: Four children, two children. Like, we were definitely, like, 15 years old and we saw taint for the first time on TV.
0: Fifteen? Girl, this was 2009. I was 13. I am
1: older than you. I was 14. Oh, my God. Yeah, you are. Ew.
0: Oldie <laughs> alert. What are you, like, 27 now? 28? Yeah,
1: I'm literally actually, like, 60. I thought we went over this.
0: Old bitch.
1: Well, I'm moving on. Stop calling me old. Carly is not having any of this and oh. says she will not draw his green, sticky, gooey, cummy foot at I will not draw your taint. <laughs> At 2.30 in the goddamn morning, Spencer's like, but look at how it glistens. That man, whatever man told you to look at his cum, that's what he's saying. (laughs) Carly refuses again and explains that Spencer gave her a long ass lecture about the color yellow and made her draw hobos in the park for three hours. That girl needs to sleep. Was the hobo comment really necessary, guys?
0: They just miss Hollywood so much. (laughs) They said, where is he? Let's go to the park and find his friend. They said,
1: where are you? I miss you,
0: Hollywood. I mean, honestly, going outside and doing figure studies on people, that's like a very normal artistic practice. They didn't have to say that it was hobos. No. They could have done children playing. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of pedophile-ish.
1: I mean, Jerry Trainer's literal hairy asshole taint was just on the screen in front of his 15-year-old sister. So I mean, yeah, they might as well stick with the theme. <laughs>
0: um what's the theme the
1: theme is pedophilia that's
0: not a theme <laughs> that's a crime
1: yeah the entire i Corley show is a crime <laughs> but this is another example of the writers like doing their homework and being like oh oh, oh wait, yeah. wait wait we got to make a hobo joke we have to make a hobo joke we know we know
0: we know about the hobos and
1: this is again going back to like the hollywood hobo joke funny This... Not funny. Not funny. Like, this is them just saying hobo to say hobo and make fun of homeless people. Yeah. But Spencer starts to whine like a literal child about how he wants her to draw his foot, but she starts to wonder... She starts to run away upstairs as he hobbles after her. (laughs) Spencer is like, I thought you wanted to be an artist. And Carly responds, you're very weird. And Spencer exclaims that it's starting to sizzle. But Carly is already upstairs away from her PPPP brother. I hated this scene from start to finish. As soon as Spencer entered the room in his boxers until he begged her. To draw his foot as she runs away from him upstairs, it was absolute hatred. Yeah, I agree. It was disgusting. And they should be put in jail for this scene.
0: Lock him up. We are at the school in front of locker (laughs) 23 (laughs) 9. Obama is about to announce the nastiest girls in the universe, which will be Cersei and Nat. Yes. He's about to announce the big winner of Locker 239. Sam's like, where's Carly? And Freddie's like, she overslept this morning. Shh. <laughs> shushes her. Shush. She literally shushes her. Shushes. Shush. Shush. shush, shush. It's so... De- she overslept this morning. Shh. Like, uh, sorry for asking a fucking question about my friend. Yeah. Sorry about speaking to you. Like, this is edging hate crime territory, I fear. <laughs> <laughs> literally, it's like, right for making fucking conversation.
1: God. Yeah, he said, "Shut the fuck up, you bitch, you stupid idiot, bitch. Kill yourself. How dare you ask about your bestie?"
0: And also, like,
1: again, so Spencer's literally causing his younger sister to miss school because of his predator behavior. Yeah, I was like, "Why is she not here? This is scary." Yeah. What did he? What did? What did he do to her last night? He touched her. He? What did he do? He touched her. Because I'm calling the police. He
0: touched her with his disgusting foot, <laughs> covered in goo they're sticky, both dying of radioactivity. Goo. Gibby emerges from the crowd, hands clasped together whispering, <laughs> "Please be Gibby, please be Gibby." Obama begins with revealing the worst guess. He <laughs> holds up a note card that says 5 and it's signed by Gibby. <laughs> "I won! I won!" <laughs> but before Gibby can rip his shirt off in celebration, Obama stops him. "No, Gibby. You did not win." Uh, your guess was so bad we are calling win. your parents and <laughs> having you tested. Gib puts his shirt back on and goes, again. Like, let Gibby
1: live his goddamn life. He was on the verge of tears. Poor kid. And also get tested for what? The Tism? <laughs> ADHD? Chlamydia? <laughs> Syphilis? Probably chlamydia, at least from fucking rubbing <laughs> his old
0: bare tummy on that tube. <laughs> <laughs> the one that Spanky's child was in. <laughs> Dude, who knows what's like contaminating those walls? But I was gonna say, like, probably like dyslexia. Maybe he meant to write like 5,000 and he just forgot the zeros. But that wouldn't even be dyslexia. <laughs> because then he you would- don't know what it's like to be dyslexic i do are you saying that dyslexics are smart enough to not write five but autistics and adhd people aren't tread carefully natalie i don't
1: know what you just said to me my brain could not comprehend what you just said
0: okay okay convenient 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 <laughs> we are both neurodivergent and i'm gonna i was gonna say that we it's insulting and cruel to like insinuate that someone who's like neurodivergent and has a learning disability is genuinely that fucking stupid that they would write five down yeah and i think that this just points to the rampant gibophobia that this show is obsessed with perpetuating no seriously
1: like he's just a little neurodivergent like don't conform to society gib like be be who you you are for your
0: pride and like honestly i feel like neurodivergent people are so much more tolerable than like neurotypical people like neurotypical people fucking suck yeah but my bitches with autism and adhd and rise up fun as hell i don't know what it is like it's we're just on a different wavelength it's true sam yells out say the winner Effectively powering Monstropolis for another decade. A decade. I wish this was our power. This this is reusable, sustainable energy. Yeah. Children yelling. Let's take a, a page out of Monsters Inc. book. Joe
1: Biden, write this down right now. Obama <laughs> obliges.
0: The winner is uh, Freddie Benson with the exact correct <laughs> guess of 2,718 fat cakes.
1: I am so proud of you for saying that number correctly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm neurodivergent. Yeah, we struggle with numbers sometimes.
1: Yeah, sometimes um, I write down five instead of five thousand. What about it? What about it? What about it? What about it?
0: <sighs> Fred starts celebrating and screams at Sam, Aha! In your face, you blonde headed demon. <laughs> this was so hot. Not like, not like I think that like this child is hot, but like I wish a man would call me a blonde-headed demon with like half as much passion as he yelled at her.
1: Thank you for clarifying that you don't find Freddie Benson. <laughs> Freddie the Benson child. is so hot. That like
0: 14-year-old child, like oof. 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 So <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like Fred wants to fuck so bad. Like so, bad. so, so obvious. bad. Like, can you tell that this show fucked up my sense of romance when I think calling yes. someone a blonde-headed demon means they want to fuck? Anyway, Cersei, okay, you're a blonde headed demon. <laughs> Stop, Flughaf- I'm anyway, you. my little blonde headed <laughs> demon. <Stop. laughs> All right, guys, we have to take a quick commercial break. Um- <laughs> uh,
0: I got to catch a flight real quick to Austin. No, 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 no. Sam is befuddled but then when we all thought it was over Obama is discreetly handed a card, a card. much like the president would be when news comes <laughs> this Justin, a second student has crashed into the world fat cake center by guessing the amount of fat cakes correctly <laughs> Fred is confused and Sam pats him on the back Fred begins to feel fear Obama states this kid will share the locker with Fred Wardo. Then Obama confirms his worst fears, that the other student is the Princess Puckett. Sam begins her celebration and starts dancing and singing around Freddy. And then she takes a hold of his shoulders, knees him in the back of the leg, and cripples his (laughs) steadiness so he falls to the ground. Sam crouches right over Fred's lifeless body and goes, told you Mama knows fat cakes.
1: Okay, the mama knows fat cakes is so weirdly sexual.
0: <laughs> oh, so sexual! They're gonna oh, fuck in that knows. locker.
1: <laughs> mama knows. Mama fat knows cakes. fat cakes.
0: That was actually the and whole mama's point. Gonna know your
1: fat dick too, <laughs> and your ooey gooey green slime. Oh, <laughs>
0: show me your thick sticky goo. <laughs> Wee-woo,
1: wee-woo, wee-woo. The whole point in making the locker four times as big, the worker knew that Sam and Freddie were going to fuck in this locker.
0: Kids are going to be getting down dirty in here.
1: Yep, yep. Well, we're back at the Shea apartment. Y'all already know Venmo's are linked, you know, hit our line. Carly and Spencer are working on a green demon spatula sculpture in the middle of the living room. Spencer is telling Carly where to put the spatula she has in her hand, but every time she tries to put it on the sculpture, Spencer tells her it's the wrong spot. Carly snaps. What does this have to do with drawing? Spencer explains that learning to work with 3D art makes working with 2D art much easier.
0: Um, as somebody who studied art in <laughs> school, that's literally false. Yeah. Like the hardest part of art is, is rendering. 3D a 3d object yes into a 2d form yes so working with 3d stuff does nothing you need to learn how to make it 2d but also
1: like sculpturing is completely different than drawing like it's yeah not that it's a completely different skill like there are a lot of artists who can draw but cannot sculpt and vice versa yeah like they are no, not they're
0: as different as like being an engineer and being a mathematician it's all stem But those are different paths that start at different points, you know? Right. They don't translate.
1: Exactly. Well, Carly is tired of Spencer's escapades Escapades. and asks if she can go do her homework. (laughs) But Spencer says no. No homework. School is not important. You can do that later. Now, tighten down that, and I quote, ball, peen, bracket, Carly. Carly is like, I don't know what a ball bean bracket looks like. And Spencer exclaims, peen. Carly corrects herself. I don't know what a ball peen bracket looks like. Are you happy?
0: What do you mean you don't know? You saw it like five minutes ago (laughs) when your brother was in his boxers. (laughs)
1: yes carly i am very happy that you corrected yourself so you said peen on a children's tv show while you are 15 years old like
0: in what world
1: in what world this is nickelodeon this is nickelodeon and And they're
0: so transparent it's not even like a euphemism no or double entendre no they're saying peen they're saying peen
1: p-e-e-n like in the subtitles p-e-e-n peen yes peen peen penis
0: is a ball peen bracket like real
1: uh, probably
0: I, i didn't look it up
1: i don't care if it's real i don't care if it's fake the fact that they're saying peen on nickelodeon
0: okay it is a it's a hammer there's no such i don't think there's a bracket
1: damn it's those hammers that have that look like a penis that's sick it's sickening it's sickening that that spencer shea showed his ball peen to carly Mm -hmm. and is now Mm -hmm. telling her about a different ball peen
0: and there's layers to it because not only is simply yelling peen back and forth with your brother (laughs) unless you're both very aware of what you're doing there's no way that's happening no or like peen peen that's not happening no no, that's weird weird that's weird weird but then to have that just pass pass all the tests on nickel like this passes through so many people's hands and they just let it go to air and no one got sued. It, it's shocking Not to me. Not a lawsuit. In you know sight.
1: what? Where are the Karens? Where are they? Where
0: are they? Where are you? Where are you, Karen? You annoying ass bitches. <laughs> Can you complain? Because this is inappropriate. I'm worried about the children. <laughs> That's like, I save the a children. a <laughs> kind of <laughs> They're saying peen on my TV. It's a little inappropriate.
1: Just a little.
0: I mean, I guess we were the children. Yeah. yeah, and look at our sense of humor, bitch. I
1: was literally about to say that. I was like, and look at how we turned out. We heard ball peen bracket. 15 million times
0: we are the product of ball peen bracketism (laughs) ball peen bracketism we're the product of it and givey phobia yeah this is what happens this is what happens when you supply children with inappropriate jokes through their entire youth guess what they grow up and they are us is this what is this the future you want is this
1: what you want is this what you want your kids to turn into us how much more can you
0: take because i can't take it much longer so some karen better Hustle their big fat ass up to Nickelodeon (laughs) and complain because this... This is crazy. ...crosses the line.
1: It does. Well, Spencer's like, whoa, someone is an irritable little teenager, isn't she? And that was the last straw for Carly. She quits, saying that she just wanted to learn how to draw a fucking bunny. As the two of them start going back and forth, the green demon sculpture just starts to fall apart in the middle of the living room. Spencer goes told you to tighten the ball peen bracket. Please. Please, dear Dan Schneider, for the love of Dan Schneider, please stop having them say peen. Deliver
0: us from this joke. Please.
1: Deliver us from the peen. Please.
0: Or you could deliver some peen to me, honestly.
1: (laughs) Coralie, tired of Spencer's shit, stomps over to the sculpture and smacks down the last remaining limb of the sculpture and storms off upstairs. Spencer... Just unprompted, yells, "Peen!" Really? Mm-mm. Really?
0: The only thing that I could think of as to how they got away with it is that they were like, "Oh, well, like a ball peen pen, not ball peen pen. Ball peen <laughs> pen. <laughs> Everything is peen now." <laughs> <laughs> I got peen on the brain. They were like, "Oh, like a ball peen hammer. It's like real, but like." When they say (laughs) peen, like, it sounds like they're saying pee, like pee-pee piss, like it's a pee-pee joke. Like pee-pee poo-poo. And that's okay. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's how they cover their ass. That's the only thing I can think of, and even that is, like, a fucking reach. Yeah. Like, I'm getting a good-ass stretch in my arm from that one.
1: That is a stretch if I ever saw one, but, like, it- i i what's the alternative they were all like penis yeah they were they were playing the penis game in the in the writer's room penis peen, peen. was it really necessary for spencer to yell peen at the end of that scene was
0: it no no was it even funny no no it was weird it was simply in a pro pro yeah we're back at the shea apartment but this time dun dun it's dark outside.
1: And now Spencer's working
0: on a new sculpture, which is a big brown block. Yeah. Carly waltzes in and Spencer's instantly acting off. Carly asks what he's sculpting and he's like, my feelings. <laughs> then slaps another glob of brown clay to the sculpture. Carly's like, when are you going to stop being mad at me? Spencer's like, why would I be mad? Should a person be mad just because his little sister calls him a terrible teacher and refuses to tighten all ball peen bracket? Ah, I'm not mad. <laughs> I was like, hello, friends. This is peak emotional immaturity. And I know that this is just a kid show, but if you're dating someone and they start acting like this, uh, doing this during arguments, run. Dun- <laughs> yeah. Frightening frightening male behavior i will say
1: frightening frightening lots of frightening male behavior from spencer this episode and a lot of the recent episodes so his ticket to paris we have
0: not been to paris in like a long time
1: yeah like it has been rescinded, perhaps methinks permanently at this point. Yeah, it's scary.
0: Also, his hair's just getting to a length that I don't like. Yeah, it's too long now.
1: It's too long, and and he's saying peen to his younger sister and showing and his he has taint his
0: boxers off.
1: Yeah, in front of her. It's scary.
0: It's all much too much.
1: Much too much as well is the sculpture looks like a literal turd. Yes. Yes.
0: It is turd shaped, mm-hmm. turd colored. I'm sure it smells like turd too absolutely carly huffs and goes
1: (laughs) (laughs) i smell your stinky onion ring
0: (laughs) (laughs) did that come out of your little onion ring you need a mint up there oh no not the finger (laughs) carly huffs and goes oh when did you turn into my wife spencer replies oh so now i'm a lady (laughs) I, you know what?
1: I'm about to end this show. Like, cancel this bitch. Because...
0: Cancel. Tomato, tomato, boo. Tomato, tomato potato, potato.
1: <laughs> I hated this. Because they're saying that just because he's upset and annoying her, that it means that he's a wife, a.k.a. wives nag and annoy their husbands. So, like, mm-hmm. do these writers hate their wives?
0: Oh, yeah. All men hate their wives. Come on. Yeah. Get with the program. We're, we're all smart here. They're all
1: ball and peen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs>
0: You're pissing on me. You're pissing all over ooh, me. Hell piss. Yeah. Piss alert. Piss good. alert. Pit, ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Get it all in my mouth. Uh, but no, seriously, because she could have been like, When did you turn into my little brother? Or my like, when dad did you start or- acting so annoying? Yeah. Yeah anything oh sorry are you mom yeah but no I think it goes like two time with not that just like he's annoying her But his feelings are hurt. Yes. And therefore, he's acting womanly. Yes. But women's feelings don't matter. Yes. So that's like wife behavior. Like, oh, my wife is so fucking crazy.
1: Yes. No, but it's because because he's expressing his emotions. It's not just that his feelings are hurt. It's his feelings are hurt and he's expressing it to her. Yeah. Granted, in a toxic way. However, his feelings are still hurt and he's expressing it. And that's what makes him an annoying, nagging wife. Because how dare women be upset and express that. Yeah,
0: also I will say I think it's funny because this is in a very toxic way that he's expressing his emotions. Yeah. But I feel like women don't express their emotions like this. No. It's always men. Like in that oh, I guess I guess I'm just the worst. I guess I guess I'm terrible. No, I guess you hate me. It's literally That's a men. a very masculine form of processing emotions.
1: Yes. It's like shut up. Yeah. This was this was annoying. <sighs>
0: Carly storms away, but Spencer catches a glimpse of something in Carly's bag. Ooh, She's got a whole ass meth bong. (laughs) Is that what it's called? a meth pipe? She's smoking meth. (laughs) Okay. And it gets the episode gets really serious from here on out. It's it's obvious that Carly has like a problem Mm -hmm. and Spencer's not going to help her through it. No, he said, I've been through this route. What do you think happened to mom? Why do you think she's not here? (laughs) I can't do it again, Carly. I can't. No, just kidding. He, he spots something in her bag and goes, what is this? And Carly's like, nothing, nothing, nothing. It's not a meth pipe. It's not a meth it's pipe. Not, I weird. I'm not like mom. Uh-huh. But he yanks it out and yells, a sketch pad? <laughs> Even worse. Carly jumps on Spencer's back, trying to grab it back from him. And he just ends up running around the apartment with her bouncing on his back.
1: This is way too much touching for siblings.
0: Mm-hmm. Siblings don't touch like this. No. I'm going to say, unless you're literally within like a year or two you don't touch like this
1: yeah maybe like sisters are different i don't know i didn't have oh, a sister. oh yeah yeah no
0: sisters are different you know
1: what i mean but like a brother and a sister like if this was my brother yeah, and i like he know. literally would have just punched me in the face like he i wouldn't yeah. have jumped on his back or vice versa my brother
0: won't even hug me back yeah like i give him a hug and he goes limp yeah and he's like oh thank you anyway <laughs> carly finally gets off carly
1: finally stops fucking <laughs> since him she's been
0: <laughs> humping her brother And tries to smack him on the ass. But Spencer has the sketch pad very solemnly. He's like, why do you have this? And she's like, it's not mine. I'm holding it for a friend. Like, this is such good mapping, like treating it like contraband when it's just a fucking sketch pad. She quickly gives in and tells the truth. I'm taking an art class at the community center. Boom. A plane has just hit the Pentagon. Carly Shay is taking an art class at a community center.
1: Boom. Alert. Alert. Alert.
0: I just want to do a quick segue because I don't know what's happened to society in the past, like 10, 15 years since this episode came out. Yeah. Classes at community centers. I feel like they do not exist anymore. No. Not because of the pandemic, because like I saw a tweet about this. That was like everything that used to be a public service or Even, like, something that you could buy once is being turned into a subscription or turned into some capitalist endeavor that you can buy. And it's, like, government-funded things like community centers are not a thing anymore. And I feel like community is literally so important. And community should be able to offer classes and shit like this for free or at least for very, very cheap. Because that's how people, like, enrich their lives. It's how they get to know members of their community. Uh But no. If you want to take an art class now, it's like expensive or you buy a subscription online like Skillshare and do it and you don't meet anyone. Yeah. You don't have that human interaction. It's not the same. Literally, public goods are so important. Yeah. This episode would not exist without a community center.
1: No, I really didn't even like think about that. But I grew up like down the block from the community center and I used to take classes at the community center all the time every single summer free yeah for free
0: oh my god
1: it was so much fun
0: i think it's so sad that now like i can't just pick up a hobby like there's so many things that i want to do but it's like you have to make that investment yourself because yes i feel like it used to be you could go to the community center and be an adult taking classes and like meet people through there yeah and now it's like community doesn't exist anymore everything is for profit everything is some capitalist fucking endeavor the government doesn't fund anything
1: well and it's also like society has become so individualistic too Mm -hmm. and it was so Mm -hmm. obvious during the pandemic and everything because it's like people just don't care about other people and it's so sad yeah because that's why like the community centers thrived is because they thrive on community and now like people are so individualistic that they don't care they just want to like buy their own thing and do it themselves and that's it they don't care about like doing it with other people and having a community or like learning from other people or whatever it may be yeah like it's all about them on their time like this that that's like that's
0: absolutely true anyway, anyway long tangent spencer is offended mm-hmm. that she is taking free classes at the community center mm-hmm. because he's a hardcore capitalist and he's like what the fuck <laughs> i was offering you a private class a private I'm class, all about private things for free but carly tries to explain that she did not even want him to find out Spencer's like, how would I not have found out with you flaunting your sketch pad around like it's some kind of parade float? I was like, is this like art shaming? Flaunting your fucking art goodies. I'm like, okay. Carly says that she just wanted to learn how to draw a bunny. Spencer's like, well, I could have taught you. Carly is annoyed and blurts out, you're just a sculptor. What do you know about drawing bunnies? Me earlier. <laughs> Spencer without hesitation grabs a pencil opens the sketch pad and starts drawing without dropping his gaze from Carly mm-hmm. Carly's like what are you even but he stops her question by going da, 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 da! what <laughs> <laughs> he flips around the sketch pad to reveal the cutest bunny sketch ever mm-hmm. Carly's like okay this top notch bunny
1: Um, I'll say it this was my favorite bunny out of all the bunnies drawn I want a copy of it to frame you will say it like, you said that you wanted a copy of Carly's. Yeah. I want a copy of
0: Spencer's. It was so cute. This was really fucking cute. Yes. What the fuck was that? Did you see that? Uh-uh. Something just went like <laughs> this across my screen. A plane just hit Cersei's house. <laughs> <laughs> um, But it reminded me of Pokemon, like, a cute little, like, like yeah.
1: punchy body. You just, like, want a kissy kiss. Like- I know. I just went... <laughs> I wanted to squeeze it. And it was sitting down, which is how somebody should draw a bunny.
0: Like they're taking a dump. <laughs> it was so cute. A
1: little, a little puppy tail. I'm going to cry. I loved it. Oh my God. He's back in Paris now, just for the bunny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just for the bunny.
1: Well, we're at the school. We're in front of Locker 239. Ooh. Ooh.
0: I think you mean 239.
1: Oh, sorry. In front of Locker 239. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) There is a crowd of kids, and Sam is playing literal Guitar Hero on a TV that is mounted onto the inside of Sam and Fred's brand new Locker. Fred walks by and wants to know what the fuck is going on. What the fuck is up, Kyle? What the actual (laughs) fuck is up? What the
0: fuck is up, Sam? (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Sam. Shut the fuck
1: up, Sam. Why the fuck is our guitar hero in our fucking locker, Sam? What the fuck? But Sam shoves him back and starts absolutely shredding a guitar solo. No, because Sam ate. Sam ate. Her acting in this episode... She is on fire. She is yeah, eating it up and spitting everybody else out.
0: <laughs> I
1: mean, there's nothing to say because yeah. I
0: agree, but also does Sony fucking own Nickelodeon or something? Yeah. Because there's been so much Sony product placement in the past three episodes. It's true. I'm just like, blink 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 blink. do they own it
1: they probably don't own it but they they must have had some like fucking multi-million dollar deal to like put their shit in the episodes yeah well fred has had enough and pauses the game he wants to know what the fuck sam did to their locker and sam replies when did you turn into my wife
0: just again again just play it again
1: play play the last conversation we just had again like these writers are probably toxic as fuck to their wives
0: It's not even that it's the same type of joke. It's an identical line. No,
1: it's the same joke like that. They were like, oh, it's so funny. We're going to we're going to do it again.
0: Did you forget? Like, did they forget?
1: This is part of the joke.
0: Part of the joke is just that they said it twice. Is that they said it twice. It's I just it's not it's to me. It's not even funny that they it's not a callback because in my head, I'm thinking, oh, did they just want to use this joke? And they forgot that they copy and pasted it elsewhere. Because it's identical. No,
1: they literally wanted to make it twice because they were like, oh, my God, we hate our wives so much. We're going to make this joke twice. This
0: is honestly, it's not even I hate my wife behavior or I hate my wife humor. It's like I wish girls would pay attention to me. <laughs> and I'm going to take out my ink at women because I don't have a wife. But I'm sure if I did have one, I would hate her because I hate women. I would women. hate her. Why yeah. am I single? Why am I single? I hate women so much. But why am I single? I'm a nice guy. Why am I single? I just want to hate my wife like every other guy. <laughs>
1: Sam says that she made their locker into a hangout spot, but Fred is worried about them getting into trouble. Sam doesn't care and is like, look what I did, and then pulls out a remote, presses a button, and the random dancing turns on. The kids all start random dancing, but Fred is not about it and is trying to get
0: her to stop. The arguing here was like, boop, 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 you're turning me on. Like it was so sexual. The
1: sexual tension in this episode between Fred and Sam is off the charts. Like it all like, started from when they were making fun of Carly, and they were like, "No, we're fucking."
0: Literally, like this scene is about to turn into Mister and mrs Smith when they're literally trying <laughs> to fucking kill each other and shoot each other, and then they're fucking punching and then they're and they're, they're wrestling, and then, boom, bam, clapping cheeks. bam 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 a kid yells
1: teacher and then sam hands the remote to fred in the middle of their porno and all the kids start start to scatter around lispy walks up to find fred standing there, butt ass naked as random (laughs) dancing is still going off fred clicks the tv off and lispy tells him come with me you naked little baby child
0: i'm sorry this is fully fred's fault like he saw the kids running and he froze yeah
1: like that's on you that was
0: fully on you kid. you're dumb you're dumb you're an idiot you <laughs> idiot. Stupid idiot you stupid fucking idiot you didn't <laughs> fucking run you saw everybody else running and you didn't fucking run and you didn't run okay stupid okay yeah very john mccain oh i shouldn't say he's dead
1: i'm sorry that's where you draw the line is a dead john mccain joke you literally make 9-11 jokes. You literally, literally make 9-11 jokes. John McCain was horrible. Yeah, but
0: 9-11 isn't dead. 9 is <laughs> very much alive. In our minds. <sighs> Never forget. We are at the fucking community center. Bring back community center's check. A woman in a pantsuit is teaching an art class that Carly is attending. They're going to continue their work on straight lines, but... Instead Ooh. of using colored pencils, we're gonna dive into paint. Whoa, spicy! Straight <laughs> lines with paint. Oh my god.
1: Um, Miss Art Teacher is played by Sharice Bangs. Oh, oh. she Hello. bangs all right. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: I thought you were gonna say that she's like she's a pornographic actress. I was like,
1: (gasps) no, but that would be funny. No,
0: that would be funny.
1: We'll see who she bangs later. Wink, wink. It's Freddie. Arrest her. (laughs) Arrest her. (laughs) Ah, wee woo, wee woo. So Miss Bangs was in a handful of bangs. She was in a handful of single episode (laughs) roles.
0: (laughs) She was in a handful of bangers.
1: She was in a handful of single-episode roles in various TV shows and also was in a few movies, to name a few. She was in That's So Raven. She also played Britney Spears in an episode of The Chelsea Handler Show. And she was in Vice Squad, where she plays Jocelyn Winters.
0: Wow. Spencer barges into the classroom and asks if he could sit in and watch the art class. The teacher's like, okay. And Spencer pulls a seat. Right up next to Carly. And all yeah. right, I'm just going to say it as a teacher, you got to have <laughs> your red flag uh monitor popping off right now. Like, warning, warning, wee warning. Woo, wee woo. A random man came into my class and decided to sit next to literally the only minor, and he's getting a little too close for comfort. Like, the pedophile alarms should be popping the fuck off right now.
1: The siren should be like, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. Wee
0: woo. Carly is like, what? The fuck are you doing here? And Spencer's like, I wanted to see what a good art teacher's like. Carly tells him to leave, but Spencer's not getting up. They start bickering amongst each other until the teacher breaks it up by being like, Excuse me! Excuse, Excuse me? me! Excuse me! <laughs> Excuse me! <laughs> Excuse me! <laughs> Excuse me! Excuse <laughs> me! Like, the teacher has this really weird, like, authoritarian vibe that only public and Catholic school teachers have. (laughs) Yeah. It's the suit. Yeah. (laughs) Plus the fucking pantsuit. and the glasses this is nickelodeon propaganda to make you believe that education is inherently based on an impenetrable hierarchy where like the teachers at the top and can treat you however they so please yeah when in actuality adult education classes like this or community-based education classes like this it's on a voluntary basis yeah so it's not in the teacher's interest to be rude to their students because their students can leave correct and also teaching doesn't require you to be mean
1: (laughs) fun fact did you know
0: you don't have (laughs) to be mean to your students
1: you don't have to be a bitch to be a teacher yeah did everybody get that
0: uh better open up your fucking ears hello a lot of y'all are cunts (laughs) the teacher asked carly if she knows him Finally, some sense in this woman. She immediately <laughs> responds no, but then realizes that Spencer's gonna go to jail—literal prison—taken away in cuffs for being a pedophile. Yeah. So she decides to save her brother and confesses, "Yes, it is my brother. He's not a pedophile." <laughs> well, kind of both. And- <laughs> True. Spencer's like, "Sup," and tips his paintbrush to the teacher.
1: His paintbrush is his penis. Yes. First of all. Yes. Two. Okay, Spencer, you horn dog. Keep it in your fucking <laughs> pants. Keep it in your pants. You
0: can't put it away for one minute. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like you were almost fucking your sister about ten minutes ago, and now you're trying to at, fuck the art teacher.
0: At least be like consistent and loyal. Like pedophilia and uh, uh yeah, pedophilia and incest, I can excuse,
1: but the art teacher being a whore, No.
0: <laughs> She's like, if you're gonna sit in on my class, please be quiet.
1: Pedophilia, okay. But interrupting my class?
0: No. No. She's like, if you're going to sit in on my class, please be quiet. Spencer's like, sure. And it was in this sassy exchange that I knew they would fuck. I knew it. I knew it in my bones. Yeah. I predicted it right here. The teacher tells the class to pick a color and draw four straight lines. No gay shit in this class. Spencer mocks. Four straight lines. No gay shit. (laughs) No gay shit. And then a lady asks if they should connect the four straight lines. The teacher's like, whoa, 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 slow down. That is next week. (laughs) Spencer audibly groans, and the teacher asks if there's a problem. Spencer's like, oh, no, definitely not a problem. I'm just so excited to see everybody draw four straight lines. Go, Art. Shut up. The teacher, irritated, asks if Spencer has a problem with the way that she's teaching her class. And he's like. Thank you for asking. I just want to know how the fuck painting four straight lines teaches people all about art. Miss Gurley's like, well, it teaches people patience and control. Two things you seem to be lacking. And Spencer harmonizes with the ooh track and goes, ooh.
1: Ooh. Like, she really thought she did something with that diss, though. Girl, she
0: did do something with that diss. This is a grown-ass, unemployed man living off of his parents' money, criticizing a professional woman's livelihood, expertise, and experience. She ate him up, I fear. If some man waltzed into my fucking classroom and started talking to me like this, I'd be like, bitch, I've been doing this for years. You don't even have a job. Shut up. Get the fuck out of this classroom. You're
1: literally a pedophile. You're literally a pedophile. Get out. out.
0: Don't show your dick to your sister and then we can talk. (laughs) Just stop being in your boxers or on your little fucking sister. Then I'll allow you to speak to me, sir. Spencer continues his tirade. Despite the classroom vibes visibly turning rancid, <laughs> why don't you teach these people all being creative and spontaneous and passionate?
1: Mm-hmm. Carly
0: jumps up from her seat and goes, um, anyone want to go to the park with me? Uh, we can jump rope and paint hobos.
1: Was the hobo joke really necessary? Port two? No. No. No.
0: The teacher's like, oh, you want to see creative, passionate painting? She takes a paintbrush covered in blue paint and wipes it right across Spencer's face. In this moment of crisis, Carly literally turns to God and asks, why does this happen to me? I'm a good person. (laughs) I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to watch my brother fuck my
1: art teacher in the middle of the art room.
0: I just want to be a normal kid. I just wanted to draw a bunny. Spencer takes a paintbrush covered in red paint and asks if she wants to see how a real artist does it. And he lifts the paintbrush to her face and Miss Gurley goes, don't you dare. But he dares. He, he dares. He wipes the paintbrush straight across her mouth. Carly says, this is going to get worse before it gets better. And then Spence <laughs> and the teacher both start angrily painting each other's faces.
1: This is so sexual. Yeah.
0: It was palpable.
1: It was beyond, like, it was on me. It wasn't even palpable. Like, it, like. I got horny. I had not jack off to it. I didn't want to, <laughs> but I had to. I, I had rub to rub it out right here, right now. I, I couldn't help it. Like, and his sister's literally right there. Like, his sister is right there. Like, that just made me so uncomfortable. It's weird.
0: I would rather shoot myself in both feet one at a time then flirt with someone in front of my brother i would vomit i would vomit i would vomit i don't even like thinking about it i would kill
1: myself no it's so weird it's gross that's
0: disgusting
1: that's really disgusting nasty rancid Cersei and I have shared our struggles with ADHD, anxiety, and depression with y'all countless times. And thankfully, we've both been able to talk to licensed professionals to help us navigate our lives while dealing with our mental health struggles. That's why we are so excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp, who is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. And trust me, sometimes just being able to talk to someone about what is going on in your life can be very beneficial. BetterHelp has a broad range of expertise in their network of over 20,000 therapists while offering video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on a camera if you don't want to. And to top it all off, everything is completely confidential. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you will get matched with a therapist in under forty eight hours. I rewatch iCarly listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash I R I C. That's better H E L P dot I R I C. We're back at the Shea apartment. Again, Again. Carly storms into the apartment and yells at Spencer to get the fuck inside. Spencer waddles in, covered head to toe in paint.
0: And when she says head to toe, baby, she's not exaggerating. (laughs) Literally head to toe. The peen, the peen, the peen covered, covered. the booty covered (laughs) cheek to cheek, onion ring and all. And if we could see the taint of his jeans, they would be covered as well. I fear (laughs) That lady fucked him with a paintbrush. Confirmed.
1: Confirmed. In front of the entire class. Like she literally they locked the door and they made everybody watch them.
0: Even Carly. Yeah. Jail. Especially Carly. They pried her eyes open. It's <laughs> so her own personal don't worry, darling. <laughs> don't worry, Carly.
1: <laughs> Carly is pissed off that she had to watch her brother fuck and says that oh. she is never going to be allowed back there ever again. Spencer says that she is just overreacting, but Carly's like, no, they literally took our pictures and our thumbprints and told us to never come back again. Typical man, gaslighting women.
0: Yeah, literally. He was like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. And then she was like, they took legal action. <laughs> yeah. They have our DNA.
1: They literally have our DNA and our thumbprints. Carly, exhausted from being gaslit, asked why he would do that to her. And he's like, I don't know because I'm a big jerk and then absolutely ruins the moment by saying he has paint up his nose and starts blowing his nose Carly tells him he deserves it and I hated this because it's again typical man to where they gaslight you and then like oh i don't know because i'm a big jerk like just apologize you piece of garbage i know literal piece of shit knock it off spencer gets all sentimental and says that if he promises not to go psycho could she let him teach her how to draw and carly asks a bunny and spencer's like well maybe we should start with a hamster and then he asks her for a hug, but Carly pushes him away, saying to take a shower first. I
0: can smell your bottle.
1: <laughs> There's a knock at the door, and when Carly opens it, it's Miss Girly, Teacher, who is standing there bug-eyed, <laughs> covered head to toe, vagina and all, in paint. <laughs> Carly looks over to Spencer, who is motioning to not let her in. But Carly ignores him and lets her in anyway. Her eyes, I'll say it. No, they were scary. No.
0: They what were going scary. On? What was going on? They
1: were, like, popping out of her head.
0: I was like, it was like she was literally just like.
1: Like, she was on the prowl. She was horned up. Paint was in the coochie hole. She was ready to fuck, and it was terrifying.
0: I was like, blink. Please. Close your eyes. Stop. Stop. <laughs>
1: When Carly asks how the teacher knew where she lived, she responds that she follows Spencer's paint trail, which reminded me of, like, a snail trail. So, like, like his cum trail.
0: <laughs> his sticky gooey trail. Sticky
1: gooey trail. Spencer walks down and starts to apologize to her, but she stops him. She goes, shh, you were right. To be an artist, you need to be passionate and Spontaneous. And they didn't teach me that in art school. She takes off her glasses, bug eyes more visible than ever. And she goes, maybe you could teach me. Mm-mm. And, you know, another enemies to lovers are to fuck with my perception of love. It's fucked up.
0: I'll cheers to that, bitch. Clink.
1: <laughs> Spencer immediately flips a switch and goes into flirt mode and says that he's been told that he's an amazing teacher.
0: Carly goes, by who? <laughs> This was so fucking sexual. Even I was uncomfortable. Like, I, the viewer, had to look away. I was like, oh, my God, they're about to fuck. No. And they did that in front of Carly? Yes. I was uncomfortable. Yes. I've been told I'm a good teacher.
1: (laughs) In front of your sister. In
0: front of your sister. Like, like that, literally. You're going to be horny. No, that was
1: horny. Capital H- that was giving like i'm a good teacher like she's a virgin i'm about to deflower (laughs) you i'm about to teach you how to fuck literally i have a red room in my
0: bedroom i'm gonna fuck you out of that pantsuit (laughs) (laughs)
1: he's about to he's about to rip the pantsuit open and fuck like right there
0: no Carly's gonna be like, what? What? I don't want to see that. I
1: hated it. Like, it was not giving. Um, fuck. What was that? What was that girl? Veronica. That's who it was. The one where he's wearing the tux. The scene with grocery store Veronica, where they're like literally fucking in the middle of the living room. That was sexy. Yeah. This. Is disgusting. Yeah. This is not doing it for me.
0: And we all know the only reason we watch iCarly is for the pornographic moments with Spencer. So (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. Spencer apologizes for painting the teacher's mouth red. She's like, I'm sorry, I painted your mouth blue. Spencer goes, Wanna make purple? And then without skipping a beat, she says, Please. And then the two of them start making out. Carly says, Okay. I don't understand <laughs> art at all.
0: Why the frick is my brother making out this chick?
1: Okay, why the frick did my brother say you want to make purple? I do not understand art theory at all. What is <laughs> the color wheel?
0: <laughs> this fucking, I was screaming because I was like, is this where Halsey got the bridge to colors from? Because <laughs> the bridge is literally. You were red. And you liked me because I was blue, and you touched <laughs> me, and I was a lilac sky. So you decided purple just wasn't for you. I was like, okay, Halsey watched like Carly and was like, <laughs> writing it down, writing write it that down, write, down, write, down, write that down, write that down. down. Write down. <laughs> she was like, this is so fucking, this is a great fucking metaphor. This is Hell good, yes, this, good, this me, is good, this is good. to me. But like again,
1: they are going at it, and Carly is literally right there, like she's commenting on
0: it. This is so weird carly's actually halsey she was like digesting it she's like how do i turn this into art because i don't really i don't really get I don't it get the sexual dynamics of it but i get like the mixing of the colors i guess yeah is it a metaphor is it a metaphor i'm gonna write me a song <laughs> Anyway, we're at the school hallway in front of locker two thirty nine, two thirty nine, two thirty nine, two thirty nine. We have 240, 240, 240, 240, 240. Fred cannot get into the locker, and Sam's like, mm, "That's probably because I changed the combination." Mm-hmm. Fred's like, "I can't take it anymore." <laughs> She's like, "Okay, I do not have time for your female ass emotions." She said, "Not my wife, not my wife." My mom just got laser eye surgery and she's going to pick me up. So I got to go. Got a blast. Fred takes out a wad of cash because he knows what the lady's like. Mm-hmm. But then realizes what the fuck Sam just said. And he <laughs> rewinds and he's like, wait, your mom just had laser eye surgery and she's driving a car. Yep. Sam's like, I never said she makes good decisions. <laughs> he adds, and you're going to get in the car with her. And she's like, I never said I make good decisions. <laughs> this was funny fred offers two hundo for her half of the locker sam agrees and grabs the money instantly fred's like whoa 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 nelly what's going on i thought you would (laughs) hustle me for more little bitch little blonde-headed demon sam's like "Eh, i've been missing having my collar right next to my bestie carly collar (laughs) did i say collar yeah The English language is kicking my ass.
1: Wow. Stacey saying collar
0: again. My collar. Again? My collar. Again. My collar. Oh, that's a rewind of you playing it. I thought I like had said it previously and you didn't say anything. <clears throat> Let me begin again. <laughs> Sam says that she's been missing having a locker next to her bestie Carly. And she was planning on giving him the locker anyway. This
1: just shows how Fred is also in the one percent. Because who yeah. the fuck, like, what fucking fourteen year old kid has a wad of cash that equals more than two hundred dollars on them?
0: Two zero
1: zero two is more than because he was he was ready to hustle with her. Yeah, and was like, oh, I thought you were gonna ask for more. So he had like he had the 200 and he pulled it out of the wad of cash. So he had more cash. Damn. If I was her, I would have hustled for more.
0: Honestly, I could see Freddie being one of those fuckers on the blockchain, like buying (laughs) NFTs before they're publicly on sale and then just reselling them for an insane profit margin. Yeah. Like, however, nerds manipulate crypto value. Like, I think that's what they do, but I'm probably wrong because I don't know. Code.
1: I have no idea. Fred is
0: pissed and it's like, okay, well, give me my fucking money back if you're just gonna go back there anyway. They start bickering, then boom, a car reverses <laughs> into the locker, breaking through the entire wall from the outside into the hallway. From the outside, from the outside. <laughs> Sam's mom busts into school from the outside, from the outside. <laughs> Sam's crazy ass mom busts into the school from the outside. But boom, Sam's mother has arrived. <laughs> Boom. But also Sam's mom when she's too drunk to drive, but she blames it on the LASIK. Boom. A
1: car has hit Ridgeway middle school.
0: Boom. Samantha Puckett, Puckett's mother. I literally just had a stroke. Period.
1: Just leave it at that. Samantha Puckett, boom, Puckett's mother. Boom. Like, there is no punchline, like, at all. um i just i like I'm <laughs> you, 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 you. okay why was, the frick did sam's mom <laughs> back in to ridgeway middle doodle. school um yeah like my my jaw was on the floor genuinely like i was not expecting that
0: yeah dude it was
1: crazy that was a good plot twist
0: I, it felt like when you're watching a movie like where like Like, you think it's, like, a kid's movie, so you think that, like, a murder won't happen, but then, like, a murder happens, and you're (laughs) like, what? Whoa! What is this rated?
1: (laughs) Like, they literally talked about bullet holes in a bunny.
0: Yeah. They talked
1: about hiding a dead body in a locker. They talked about penises, and now they have a literal attempted... Vehicular manslaughter. Now it's Sam Bucket. <laughs> Boom. Bucket like, she, like she's literally about to get a DUI for g- almost killing kids, like <laughs> at, on school property. No amount of eye surgery makes you reverse <laughs> into a school. And the, like she was, she was like gunning it. Like she was trying and, to like, kill that someone. That was on purpose. Like yes. she was tracking her, and she was like, "Oh, she's here." <laughs> <laughs> Hit it. oh wait
0: she's right in front of this
1: locker like Boom. talk about door-to-door service
0: <laughs> <laughs> like i wish this is what doordash could do instead of fucking being like so i'm out front i don't know how to get in
1: no i want you to be in i want you to be in
0: <laughs> i want you to reverse into my fucking living room and then just
1: leave and then i just get in your trunk and we leave together <laughs>
0: Well, speaking of, Sam <laughs> walks over to her mom's car, takes off the wall that is stuck on the car. The literal wall. The literal wall. And hops in the trunk while Innocent bystanders watch and tarot. She weighs the two hutu- Did I say it weird? They watch
1: and tarot cards. <laughs>
0: Bro, what's going on? I don't even (laughs) know. What's going on? (laughs) I'm having a full-ass, like, world-todder episode. Like, it's not even a moment. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sam goes to her mom's car, takes off the entire fucking wall that's stuck to it, flings it to the side, and hops into the trunk while innocent bystanders watch in terror. (laughs) She waves the two hundo at Freddy and says, Later, before shutting the trunk and driving away. Freddy walks over to the crime scene and says, goodbye locker 239 and my money. Baldi sprints over to see what the commotion is and has a stroke realizing that the entire wall is busted open and then just blames Freddy for it and drags his ass away to get punished. How, how, how on earth could Freddie have done this unless he was literally one of Charles Xavier's gifted children? Do you know what I'm referencing, Natalie?
1: I think I do. I don't know. Who is Charles Xavier? Is this the series of unfortunate events? Is that what it is? No. No. (laughs) No, the other one, the Umbrella Academy. What's the other one?
0: (laughs) I'm referencing (laughs) X-Men.
1: Oh...
0: Uh, How would the series of unfortunate events allow Freddie Benson to blow up a wall with his mind?
1: It was a a series of unfortunate events. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry I don't watch X-Men. Forgive me for being hot and sexy and not watching X-Men.
0: Okay. (laughs) That was rude. Shh.
1: My sexy blonde hair
0: demon. Shh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Miss, i'm so hot i don't know things bitch you took this you took a you took a federal stand in a, in a fucking trial and you're gonna sit here and be like i'm too sexy to know things bitch play the, play this at the next trial that's
1: actually what i said under oath they were like they were like raise your right hand do you swear to tell the truth nothing but the <laughs> you truth your left
0: hand i'm too sexy for this
1: <laughs> and i raised my right hand and i said i do and then i sat down they asked me a question i said i don't know i'm too sexy i'm sorry
0: <laughs> that should be a valid response on like any test. Too sexy, don't know. <laughs> Too sexy. Sorry.
1: Sorry. Well, we're at the post-credit scene, and I got very excited because I saw...
0: Two kids. Stop! 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 <laughs> stop! Oh my 911! 911! We got her! We got her! We we will, we will, we She's being we're taking her. We got her confirmed, <laughs> confirmed. She got excited over two kids. Oh my god, you never expected to be your friends. I swear, she was such a nice girl. Such a nice girl. Advocated for everybody. Never saw it coming. She was so sexy, she didn't know anything. I'm sorry. How was I supposed to know? <laughs> I couldn't tell they were minors. I thought they were just very, very <laughs> tiny humans.
1: I saw two kids on the screen who weren't any of the iCarly gang start to introduce themselves and say they were going to say 17 reasons why iCarly rocks. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, we're back to the good old post-credit scenes. Mm -hmm. And then they start to list the reasons why iCarly rocks. Number one, it's way funny. (laughs) Number two, Carly's hot. And then it hits me. (laughs) A plane has hit <laughs> Natalie Collins. <laughs> just one. We have seen this video before. We got scammed. We
0: got Duke. scammed. They thought they could fool us. Little did they know. Little did they know. Our We're are taking notes. Peeled.
1: I'm We're watching pedophiles. you. We remember a
0: child face. <laughs> I'm just dead fucking tired of people always calling Carly hot. Like they're trying to push this hot narrative. Yeah. Like, She is a a child and other children that have a crush on her should be calling her cute. Like, yeah, I think that's appropriate. Carly's cute. I have a crush on her. But Carly's Carly's hot.
1: Yeah. Like, you could tell an adult wrote that.
0: Are you kidding me? No. If I were Mrs. Cosgrove and I (laughs) saw my daughter on a TV show and everyone kept calling her hot, I would beat dan schneider with a butter sock i'd be like stop (laughs) having random children call my daughter hot call her cute yeah and repeatedly even when i was a kid i did not call other i did not call people hot or sexy when i was little i called them cute
1: yeah on another note like you're gonna tell me that iCarly has billions and trillions and millions of fans and they can't get more videos from children that are appropriate to put on tv
0: i mean that was a quite a sentence and I don't want to explore it further. <laughs> they could probably get more videos from children that are inappropriate and can't I know. Be put on TV. Yeah. we woo. Wee Ooh, woo. Wee woo wee woo wee woo. Anyway. Again, that is a police car approaching, not us saying we're wooing. We're we're not wooing. We're <laughs> no, not wooing. No, woos, no woos. A no woos Siren.
1: Woo woo woo. Woo woo we woo wee woo, wee woo. Um uh yeah, all right. Well, let's not dive into that further. Uh hit us with a paw babe of the week
0: this week's pod babe of the week is
1: jackanaping jeremy on instagram his at is jack a n a p e dot i n g dot jeremy he's been supporting us by liking all of our posts and we were even his number one podcast on his spotify wrapped so that's pretty Ah, cool oh my god that's so
0: cool yes i know thank you so much for the love and support yeah couldn't be here without you absolutely
1: not we could not do any of this without you guys it was so cool to see us on everybody's spotify raps like it made us feel so good so thank you in two weeks we will be re-watching i twins and we hope that you rewatch it with us thanks for
0: listening see, see you, you in, in two, two weeks. weeks bye bye, bye.
1: A plane Sam, has hit iRewatch like iCarly.
0: Boom. <laughs> like his mom. Boom. Boom. If you love iRewatch iCarly, go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify. And if you want a chance to be Pod Babe of the Week, be sure to check out our Instagram, Twitter, tiktok and
1: facebook page at ivorywatch icarly for more content
0: and head over to our youtube channel for extended uncut videos of each episode you can also find
1: cersei at
0: cersei.mp3
1: on instagram
0: and you can find natalie at Natalie R Collins on instagram
1: where the rest of our social media is linked in our bios
0: disclaimer ivorywatch icarly is not affiliated with icarly or nickelodeon in any way shape or form we shall not be held responsible and or liable for anything we say anyone listening to to Our podcast agrees to not hold us liable for what we say or display. We are merely a third party conglomeration of stories and theories about or pertaining to iCarly, its cast, and creators. Said theories or stories may or may not use real names, always in semi real and/or slash mostly or substantially fictitious ways. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and if you choose to take anything we say 100% seriously, you are an idiot. But we are also idiots, you don't mean anything we say. Long story short: free speech, fair use. You can't sue us because we We're making it up. Good day.